0: Hey everybody, this is His Chosen Child podcast. I'm your host, Camilla Sloan Howard, and today I have a special guest with me to share how Jesus Christ is our all and in all part three. Welcome songwriter, author, prayer warrior, and intercessor, my sister in Christ, Katie Pappas. Welcome Katie, and thank you so much for being her sister. Thank you. Thank you. I feel very honored. Amen. So I just want to open up in prayer. Father God, We just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to get your goodness out, to spread the good news, Lord God. Lord, to expose those of your love, Lord, and to just bring an awareness of their need for you, Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would use us for your glory during this podcast, Lord. Be in the midst, Lord God. Lord, just come in, Lord, like a flood, Lord God. And and take over Lord Let us decrease Lord While you increase Lord God Lord I ask Lord God That you would give us the words To speak Lord God That you would prick the hearts Of those listening Lord God That you may be glorified Lord Jesus We welcome you in Lord Jesus In all your glory Lord God We thank you Lord for this divine Connection and appointment on today And in Jesus name Lord be glorified amen so sister um i just want to open up by asking like when did you first meet jesus and what that experience was
1: like i was 19 and in college and i had grown up with a faith grown up in the church and my parents were believers but i personally didn't have a relationship until 19. okay yeah Mm -hmm. in in college kind of didn't you know never
0: expect it and Uh it just so in that experience like do you remember that exact moment when he manifested his presence to you or did he in what way did he show
1: up I remember um specifically there there's pivotal moments in my life I guess where they're kind of like landmark where I see okay he was there and there I remember those moments that were leading up to like the epic moment of surrender Yeah, exactly. and one of them was um, my mom she's really a main role in my coming to Christ okay. so my a little background on me is I was raised Catholic right. both my parents are c- Catholic mm-hmm. my mom when I maybe around like eight or nine left the church mm-hmm. so she was a Christian within her Catholicism but left the church and disagreed with some of the things the which Catholic I... Church yes okay, yeah. yeah yeah so my dad's still very much Catholic my mom is not okay and so in that time you know I'd grown up with you know you pray the rosary you pray to Saints you don't eat meat on Fridays it's a lot of traditions you pray these prayers and but not a lot of like, well, what about Jesus? Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. and and I'm almost like cautious to talk about this because I don't want to knock it because I'm very grateful for that upbringing to have been brought up in a church and to almost have like a. There was a reverence for God, even though I didn't have the relationship I knew. There was somebody to fear in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So I'm very it's grateful. You serve purpose. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But my mom, when she left the church, I saw her just for a love for Jesus and the Word. Mm-hmm. And I saw a difference. Yeah. I didn't see tradition, which t- seemed to trump mm-hmm. things. I saw genuine relationship. And I was like, yes. I remember sitting across from her in the kitchen table in college. I was having a lot of questions. And I, I was watching her faith change. And I was like, she genuinely has a love for Jesus. Mm-hmm. What is this? I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I want that. Whatever she has, I want it. And I remember that moment sitting across from my mom at the kitchen table with she tears in her eyes talking about Jesus. And I knew at that moment I said, I want whatever she has because I don't have it. Yes. I had the knowledge, Mm -hmm. I didn't have it in the heart. And it's two
0: totally different things. Completely different, that's the difference. I call it the difference between religion and relationship. Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. So how did you come to totally surrendering your life?
1: Yeah. You know, it, it's so fun when you look back and you see how God was placing you in different places at different times,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and how all these pieces were coming together, mm-hmm. and I had, I mean, I I went to the Catholic Church in college, mm-hmm. and then I started going to an assembly of God somewhere in the middle of that. My sister, she was going to the same school, mm-hmm. and she was like, you should go to this church with me. I really like it, and I was like, okay, like, whatever, and yeah. it was totally opposite. You Uh know, Catholicism is sit, stand, kneel, repetition, tradition. This was Mm. like people speaking in tongues, falling down, you know, church is going on for three hours Uh and people are worshiping. I'm like, what in the world is going on? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, That's totally a totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And so in the middle of all that, and then talking to my mom, getting questions answered is when God showed me my sin mm-hmm. and I and I turned for my sin and trusted oh, so wow. it was in it was at that
0: time mm-hmm. okay so um what were some of the things you were into before you surrendered in like your life before Christ mm-hmm. what did that look like
1: I probably looked like a Christian oh, okay. which is interesting because you can go to church you can You can even read your Bible, and it doesn't guarantee that you're actually a Christian. absolutely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so on the outside, you know, I I, I feel like for the most part, I probably looked like a Christian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went to church, you know, I had morals, I had beliefs, I knew that there was a right and a wrong, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't connected to the heart. Now, I wasn't like, you know, nobody's perfect, I was still doing Mm -hmm. sinful things, Mm -hmm. but I had very much like, these are things you do. These are things you don't do. Yeah. And this is what you know how you live your like life. Like a moral
0: code, but you yes.
1: still probably have some heart issues. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think on the outside, people would have been like, "Are you a Christian?" And what I would have said is, "I'm Catholic." Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're used to saying. Where now I'm like, "Oh, denomination doesn't mean salvation." Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, "You all need to check your hearts," because yes. I had to check it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really passionate on. Um, people like having the Lord examine their hearts Mm -hmm. and people examining their own hearts because I grew up in that faith where it's almost like, well, if you're doing all these things, you're a Christian. Where I'm like, you can do all those things all the day long and it doesn't mean you're a Christian. And it's a scary place. That's why I'm it like, ah. It is scary. Uh. <laughs> it's
0: very touchy. And I know that it in is. the Catholic religion and other religions also, it can be very legalistic. Mm-hmm. And it's just so disheartening to see so many people caught up on rituals versus actually experiencing the love yeah. of Christ. Yeah. And yeah. their daughtership and sonship
1: in Christ. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. Well, and the word even says... Um, you nullify the tradition. You nullify the word of God by the traditions that you've handed down, mm-hmm. and so it's like I see that a lot—not mm-hmm. just within that faith, but mm-hmm. using tradition to trump the word of God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think
0: it's. It's just like a, I feel like it's a trick of the enemy. It's like uh, mm-hmm. it's like a tool that he uses to keep people bound. Yeah, it's a lot of deception in it. Yeah, but God still
1: uses it. That's what I love. Yeah, he can he still does. use it. Yeah, because yes, yes. I look back and I'm like, I'm so grateful for that time. So I don't, ever, I never want to like bash it. Yeah, but I show a lot of caution towards it. I
0: understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the great thing about Christ, is even in my life when I like feel so regretful for like moving forward in different situations Mm -hmm. i know exactly what purpose that situation played in me growing up and maturing and coming to him in my relationship with him and it kind of like it was thrusted in different like negative ways so everything does have a purpose um do you have any you know how some people they have um Holy Spirit encounters they have like um, angel encounters or like even Jesus will manifest to them in Mm -hmm. some type of supernatural way have you ever had any of those experiences
1: I'd say uh, supernaturally I mean experiencing healing I think was definitely one absolutely but um I've had more of like demonic Mm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah more than like Oh, this is a nice, pretty. Thing. Uh-huh. This is like, oh, I've made the enemy mad, and he's making it known. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in what way did he show up? Um, well, a lot of times when I'm doing prayer, and I can do, and I'm doing it in people's homes, things will happen. Not in my own space, but, um, oh, I'd, wow. Yeah, I'd say one thing that happened was I had a dream. Um, This is when I was getting really heavy into warfare, praying, and the Lord was revealing, and I was just everyday hours Mm. roaring. Mm. And that, that, that. no, he doesn't. (laughs) He made it known. So It was like maybe a week after I started, Mm. Mm. um, I had a dream that my mouth was like taped, and I couldn't get the words out, flee in the name of Jesus. And I woke up trying to scream it and my hands like my arms were against my pillow and it's like my wrists were pinned down I couldn't move them Mm. and I was trying to yell flee in the name of Jesus and I woke up. Was it like
0: sleep paralysis type thing?
1: Almost almost Mm. it was like it literally felt like my wrists were being held back Mm. and I couldn't move and then I finally yelled flee in the name of Jesus and I moved my arms and I knew I'm like He does not like what I'm doing. And it was confirmation. I'm like, I'm doing the
0: right thing. Uh This is what I need to
1: keep doing. (laughs) You actually
0: encouraged me. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But um, how important is it to know God's
1: love for us personally? Oh, gosh, it's everything. It's everything. If we don't find our love in God in a personal relationship, we will look for it in other things, in other people, whether it is money, it's you know, men or women, Come it's on. relationships, right, it's we'll fill the void. It'll be eating disorders, mm, I, say that. Yeah. <laughs> that is so
0: true, yes. And I feel like that's a game changer. Once you start to grasp who he says you are, yeah. everything will change. Yeah. So, um, do you remember at what point that you started to realize um your value in God's eyes
1: and how that affected your self view you know I think the moment of conversion I think there's an automatic shift mm-hmm. because you know he gives you the new heart you start to see things through him you get to know him you're in his word like you you want to know who just saved me mm-hmm. and, you, and so I think at the moment of conversion there's like a initial like oh wait I was bought with a price like somebody loves me Mm-hmm. But it, but it obviously it's it's ongoing and the enemy comes and just life oh, happens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So how long have you been born again? I'm gonna reveal my age here. On oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> I was. 19, almost 20, and I'm 38, so almost 20 years. You're
0: 38? Mm-hmm. Wow, you look so much younger. Oh, well,
1: thank you. I'm
0: 38. I, are you? Yeah, okay. I just turned 38. You're, oh,
1: well, happy yeah. birthday. It's a, It's you. a good age. I love the 30s.
0: Yeah, me too. I do, I yeah. Do, yeah, me too. I feel more mature and yeah. settled
1: and yes. calm and, yeah. My sister said, in the 20s, you don't know anything. In the 30s, you're like, yeah. okay, I'm getting to know things. And she's like, by the 40s you know your path. Yeah. I'm
0: like, yes, Yes. I will own 38. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, do you have any practical ways that, um, people can get to seek for Jesus? Like, you know how, well, maybe you don't know, but like in the beginning of, um, I recall in the beginning of me seeking for him, Mm -hmm. it was a lot of things because I always knew that I wanted the deeper things of God, but I just Mm -hmm. didn't know exactly, um, how to go about it. Mm -hmm in a practical way mm-hmm. and it took me a while before I really got to dig in there cause I was doing it alone. So it might be some oh, people yeah. out there that's doing it alone
1: yes. because
0: I was, I, I didn't have a church at the time. Mm-hmm. I was working Sundays. Mm-hmm. I just wanted God. So I just had to do like, I just knew if I went to him that he would provide a way. So do you know um, any practical ways that
1: could help people? Getting in the word of God. Is a non-negotiable yes. in praying. Those are the two things that to grow a relationship, you have to know the person. Absolutely. So if we are not in His Word, which says it's living and breathing sharper than any two-edged sword, how do we get to know the one who wrote it if we're not even engaging in it? Yes. And I think about other countries where there's like sneaking in the Bible, and here we have it all over, and people Everything. are just like, "Oh, I, oh, I think I have a Bible," or uh-huh. you know, in. We all have our own journeys for sure. But I would say if you own a Bible, open it and start reading it. And if yes. you don't don't have one, get one
0: Amen. because
1: that's yes. how you grow. And Crucial. there's so much goodness in the word of God. Like he is all mm. throughout it that when you read it, you will be changed. It's no way. Like I always tell people,
0: um, I always tell people, if you don't read the Word, you're not gonna know who God is. Right. There's no way around that. You right. have to read it, like you have to. And then once He, once He uh, gives you a new heart and he starts to transform you from the inside you'll actually have an a desire and an enjoyment in reading it like it's i know it can be confusing and boring in the beginning and just like what is this i don't (laughs) understand this or you fall asleep Mm -hmm. all type of stuff so i i get it but just keep reading it because it's God like God is the word in the beginning was the word yes like he is the word so I just would admonish everybody to read your word if you want to know who God is you have to read it
1: yeah and he will change you he will meet you exactly where you are and I love that so you can like read one scripture read it this like the next year and it mean a completely different thing to you and that's why it's called a living word right yeah yeah so
0: true yeah i just recently um had an experience where i was reading um the fearfully and wonderfully made verse that we've all read a million mm-hmm. times i heard but this particular day he sent i was in worship and he sent me to that verse and that verse literally like it wasn't just like words on the page it literally like hit me like a ton of bricks yeah when I got to the marvelous are that works part, uh-huh. it was just Good. like, it was like a, an epiphany. Like uh-huh. the light went off and it really, really, really felt personal and yes. real to me. So that's how the word works. Like
1: yeah. it's, it's amazing. And then you couple that in with prayer and it's, it's just, it's life changing. I mean, all throughout scripture, you know, pray without ceasing. You may not always pray and not lose heart and mm-hmm. pray continually it's, it's, constant Mm -hmm. that clearly he saw the need to remind us Mm -hmm. and he set the example of Mm -hmm. prayer so he's showing us we need to pray Mm -hmm. and we have the word and that's how you grow too, and like getting that firm foundation. You know, right mm-hmm. now we live in a culture that's, if that's your truth, that's fine, or if everything's relative, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, oh, I go to church, but I'm going to believe the world on this. And mm-hmm. God's like, no, 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 like, there's no neutrality with yeah. me. Like, it's either me or it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I either gather or I scatter. Yes. You know, and I, it's, He wants you to know this because in Him is fullness of joy, Amen. right? And so if we're in the Word and experiencing Him, we're getting the fullness of Him. Amen how do you have that if you're walking half in the world and half with God like that's not, he's like you're being disobedient you Amen. can't do that, you either choose me or you don't mm-hmm, choose me mm-hmm. and I love that he's so black and white, it's, mm. you know God is not a God of confusion, no. like it's very simple with him, you either believe in me and I'm the Lord of your life or I'm not, Amen. so you take me at my word and the authority of my word mm-hmm. or you don't take me at all Amen. and I see a lot of mm, It's so everywhere. it's just
0: yeah. Yeah, And Christianity is just like it seems like majority of the Christians today are so lukewarm. Mhm. And those are the people that he
1: said he spits out. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is why I love that you have this podcast because mm-hmm. I think it's so it's it's so good I think for people to hear that there is one way. Yeah. Like that's it's a good thing. It's a good thing Absolutely. because we, don't, we can't provide salvation for ourselves. No. He is the way. It so is. when people are like, hey, look, you're living a life that's outside of Christ and I wanna show you in a very loving way. Absolutely. It's not like you're coming at people throwing a Bible in their face, you uh-huh. know, which I think is often what people assume Christians do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but you come at them like with love and mm-hmm. you know you have your journey which P.S. everybody listening you need to go back and listen to her testimony because <laughs> it's amazing oh, but yeah. you know we all have journeys that allow us to relate to people and to give grace and mm-hmm. I think a gracious thing to do is to love people in truth amen because you know you know personally how the gospel saved you I know yeah. how it saved me and if I see somebody living a life that they think they're saved and not because they go to Mm -hmm. church, that speaks to me personally because I know that was my testimony. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, you're believing what the world's believing, With Mm -hmm. you do anything you want sexually with anybody you want, Mm -hmm. however you want. But yet you're claiming a faith because you go to church. Like, mm. I want you to just check that mm-hmm. to go to the Bible. If you're yes. claiming that you're Christian, you need to go to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, for people who aren't claiming anything like they're Christian, that's completely different. Yeah. But if you're saying you're Christian, mm-hmm. your accountability just went up Absolutely. in the church. Absolutely. Can you tell I get very passionate about yes. this? Yes, girl, look, I'm over here shaking back and forth, <laughs> yes. you rocking know, getting... back and forth like, yes, <laughs> I
0: feel everything you're saying. I totally get it. I promise. I have a heart. I have a heart for people who are not saved, but I also have a heart for lukewarm Christians Mm -hmm. because they just don't get it, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, is there anything you can share with the listeners who are struggling with their identity and self value? We have the the social media. Yeah, yeah. Culture and you know, people are very um vain and you know it's a lot of pressure. So Yeah.
1: Um you gotta turn to Christ. That when you really like grasp the fact that he died for you on a cross, I think it just changes it when that that becomes real you know when it's head in the head it's still like oh yeah he died for me but when you get it like no I'm precious in his sight like Mm -hmm. he chose me he died for me Mm -hmm. then I think you can start to fix your eyes on well, what does he say that I am? Mm-hmm. But not just what do, what do I think he says, but what does his word say? Mm-hmm. Because his word is fixed. Yes. It's timeless. It's unchangeable. Amen. So it's if he said this, it was predestined for him to say it. Mm-hmm. It's important that we know it, mm-hmm. not just, well, I think God thinks I'm, you know, I think he was glad that he made me. No, he says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. And I think when you focus on, I'm a big believer in focusing on the word, speaking it out loud, um, Mm -hmm. because that is the truth. Mm -hmm. And if you're filling your mind every day with, like you were saying, social media and what are other people doing, how do people look, and you're not in your word, you're going to lose sight of who he says you are, not what you think he might say, but What does he actually say about you? Mm -hmm. Then it doesn't matter what somebody's posting because you're like, no, no, no. My identity comes from Christ. I am fearfully, wonderfully made. He chose me. He died for me. This is, I'm priceless in his eyes. And then you walk with a new confidence. Mm -hmm. With that said, though, I will say, I think... It still creeps up. I mean, sure. I mean, there's times I'm on social media. I'm like, oh, well, look, their ministry is going. Or, you know, it. it, it <laughs> we're all prone to it. Absolutely. But because of that, we all have to stay in a place of victory and keep praying it, keep speaking it. So that when you know it's coming, mm-hmm. you close the door before it even gets in your face. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah? Yes.
0: I, I've struggled with that too as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fix your eyes on him. Stay mm-hmm. rooted and grounded in him. Mm-hmm what he has to say about who you are and that's the truth that's the reality of it all right right regardless to what the eyes and the you know the senses are picking up what he says we have to keep tapping into that into that truth Mm -hmm. and I'm a big
1: believer in speaking it out Mm -hmm. loud you know I think we're filled every day with things of comparison Mm -hmm. and um, just people talking to us and if we're gonna be honest, music that is not life-giving, awesome. shows that aren't like life-giving, and if we're feeding that into our minds, like uh, one, I think that needs to be gotten rid of, and there needs to be a cleansing of things. But also, just speaking it into your atmosphere, I do that all like every day. And like, yeah. like recently, um, I started to feel um, some some bitterness start to creep in from a past friendship, and. Uh-huh. And I had forgiven this person, Mm -hmm. and I had freedom. So when I pray for this person, I'm actually blessing them, and I'm smiling. We had a great friendship. Like At that time, it was for a beautiful season, and it's great. Mm -hmm. But I could tell there was something specific that I felt like was an ill motive. Mm -hmm. And I saw it, and I was like, okay, Anime, I know how you're coming at me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm in the Word, and because I'm speaking and I'm praying things Mm -hmm. out loud, you don't have access to this. But you have to be at a place of... um, Knowing who you are in Christ and mm-hmm. stay staying in his word. I would say staying in his word is a big one. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you're reading it here and there, it's like that's great because it's still good, but it's it's not gonna change your life mm-hmm. to where you are walking in victory. Yes. And you know the enemy, I mean it says he prowls around like a roaring lion, mm-hmm. seeking someone to devour. Mm-hmm. He will seek your joy he will oh, he will take yeah. your joy, he will steal it.
0: Any opportunity. Any opportunity, yeah. yeah. Um, and for a minute, I had I had to start doing something that was so powerful, but I didn't, I don't know why I didn't stay with it, probably because I have a lot going on and it took a lot for me to do it. But I had wrote down all these just life-giving scriptures that were just like speaking like authority and declaration over my life in certain areas concerning like me and my family or whatever. And I would put them up on the wall, mm-hmm. and every day, I would just like, ooh, it was just so beautiful. Like I would just speak them out loud with authority and in confidence, and it was really shifting, and it was really doing things. And I know that life and death are in the power of the tongue, and yes. when you speak God's word, yes. verbalize it. Yes. Yes. It does something. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's power
1: in doing that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're literally speaking life into the atmosphere. A- absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. And um, I need to get back to that because I remember during that time, um, God's presence was definitely all over mm-hmm. there. That. And that's, I would, if, if you, if a person is out there that's able to do that, declare the word out loud, like mm-hmm. you said, you do, that is like so powerful. It is.
1: It is. And it takes work. Like, yeah. especially in the beginning, it's a little uncomfortable, yeah. you know, like, but it just happened. Mm-hmm. And at the time that I started, I was living in between, I was in an apartment complex, mm-hmm. like, sandwiched in between two older women who were single who couldn't hear. Like, by oh, God's for grace. Real. Wow. So I could war, and I could speak, and I could, like, scream and declare oh, wow. as loud as I wanted. Wow. And it was great. And so now it just became a almost like not a habit like where it's ritualistic and i don't know what i'm doing i'm just speaking words Mm -hmm. but i've gotten to to just know that this is how i pray oh so i don't care who is is hearing me so like for instance i at my parents house today and i mean i'm going to town Mm -hmm. in war like i i'm i and my windows open the neighbors out there and i'm just like I don't care who hears me. Yeah. Daniel prayed with the doors open. Amen. He didn't care, no. you know? And I'm like, uh-huh. well, I don't care. Yeah. Enemy, I don't care what anybody's thinking. Uh-uh. Like, this is how I prevent things from happening.
0: Amen. Yeah. That's so a- good. That is
1: so good. <laughs> and when I
0: was at work uh, Friday, um, me and a coworker, we worked together alone in the office on Fridays. And um, I think that's the time where I can, like... Really like one on one, like minister to her or whoever I'm with by when we're alone. Mm-hmm. And people were walking through, coming through the office, and I could tell that she kind of like, um, was feeling like a like when people would walk in, she would like look at them and then look at me like almost uncomfortable. Uh-uh. And I would look at them and I would look at her and I would just keep saying I was speaking all life <laughs> yes. to her. I was, yeah, I was really like God had me preaching to her. And yes. people were walking in and out, and um, I did not care. I do not care. Yeah. I'm to the point where now I'm I'm not afraid of men's faces. Uh-huh. I'm uh, God has given me a level of um, boldness yeah. and. If it's a time where I feel he's leading me to help somebody or speak yeah. a word or whatever, I don't I don't mind who's yeah. around. Like I would no. just let it out.
1: I love it. Yeah. And that's confidence and that's going to speak to people. Mm-hmm. I was at um I was leaving work the other day. I was at a stoplight and witnessed an accident that like oh. legit happened. Somebody ran a light and I was like, she's, oh, wow. she's not stopping, hit the person. They spun around. Oh. Thankfully, everybody was okay. Mm-hmm. Got out and I waited mm-hmm. until um, the cop, or well, even when the cops g- there, mm-hmm. were there, I stayed. And I asked the man, I was like, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And I was. And he did. He he's like, yes, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm especially in an area where I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be received. Yeah. But I knew. I'm like, Lord, if I'm here, your presence is here. So I'm not leaving this scene Amen. until he gets some prayer. Amen. So I did. And I was just grateful to God to be appointed to be at that Amen. intersection. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, like you were saying, that you have to be kind of sensitive in the spirit with... Mm-hmm. You know, you don't care who's listening. You don't care because you're sensitive in the spirit to know this person needs prayer. Does the enemy care when he
0: comes for us in all ways? No.
1: <laughs> no. He comes at us in all angles. Yes. Yeah. He is, and he, he doesn't is. stop.
0: Relentless. He so, is. no, we have to be the same way. But God will get you all to a point of being mm. able to do that. Like, he will mature mm. you. He will grow you up. He will give you that courage and um, mm. that boldness. So, yeah, you know don't quench it, let him do a thing in you and he will definitely get you exactly where he needs you to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, and I would also say to your listeners too, um, that a lot of people want to experience God and want to encounter him in like these big ways. And Mm -hmm. we know that he does that. Like it Mm -hmm. says in what's it first or second Kings, maybe it's first or second Kings. Don't quote me, go look it up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and it says how he will come. He came in to Elijah in, um, a strong wind and an earthquake and a fire, but he wasn't found in those things. He was found in the sound of a low whisper. Mm-hmm. And so oh, we yeah. expect these epic things, which is great, but also know he can speak to you in the still small voice. But when you do want the epic and things like that, mm-hmm. it comes with a cost. Yes. You know, it comes with a surrender. It comes with a, it you does. know, I'm gonna fast it out however long I need to. I'm gonna stay in my prayer room as long as I need to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay in the word every day. Mm-hmm because then you start to hear the voice. Amen. He starts speaking to you more. But if you're not with an earshot, mm-hmm. you can't hear him. Yes. And you don't know because you're not listening. Amen. So, yeah. epic things do happen, mm-hmm. but it comes with the cost, and it is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I could give testimony after testimony of things he's done, like including the healing thing I mentioned where mm-hmm. people are like, their jaws drop. They're like, what just happened? I'm like, yeah, it just happened, oh, wow. yeah yeah
0: um he does speak to me in um big ways and in small ways mm-hmm. but most of the time like in my day-to-day life he's always speaking and it's always so beautiful in yeah. the different ways that he speaks to me mm-hmm. but most of it is just like in small ways but yeah. you know most people would have missed it but I know it's him yeah you know and it means everything to me because that yeah. just reminds me that he's so mindful of me even in the minute Mm-hmm. things in life and even in the big things like he shows up in all all areas of my life in big ways and even in small ways mm-hmm. but it's always so beautiful mm-hmm. and so um comforting to know mm-hmm. that he is with me
1: yeah and he will speak to each of you differently than how he speaks to us oh Cause yeah. it's relational mm-hmm. so he communicates with everybody differently yes mm-hmm.
0: exactly yeah mm-hmm. so um in what ways does music writing and writing in general Mm -hmm. keep you
1: connected to the Father? Using His gift um, that He gave me is always uh, a connection to Him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also a full dependency because when I sit down to write, I'm like, God, I'm I'm at the mercy of what you give me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do this without you. And so I typically start any writing with, God, I need you to come through. I want them to be your words, your melodies. And it often takes a lot of prayer. Most of the time, it's spent more in prayer than it is in writing.
0: Mm. So how long does the um, writing process usually take? Is it just like all in one instant, you get it all at once, or is it just like bit by bit, glory to glory? <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> I love it, glory <laughs> to glory. Um, it's different with each song. Like, some, like one t- recently I had a song um, that, I had the title for like two years. And every time I would try to come up with words, I'm like, I just, I don't like anything and it just shelved it. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say over a period of like two days, I wrote it, not like all day, but you Mm -hmm. know, a few hours in those days. Mm -hmm. And then there was another one recently where literally I had prayed. (laughs) I'm like, see, this is one of those epic moments. I'm like, God, I need you to come through. Mm -hmm. I want them to be your words. Like I need you to come through with melody, with lyrics. Like I don't even want this to be me. I just, mm-hmm. I just want you to just bring it down. Mm-hmm. And I prayed and I was reading, I was doing my read the Bible in a year and I was reading mm-hmm. and God said, stop here. And so I was like, okay. And so I, I was reading this mm-hmm. and he just said, this is the song. And literally it was lyric after lyric was verse after verse in the Bible that oh, I literally yeah. just like wrote it down. So it didn't mm-hmm. take me any time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so all I knew was he said, stop here. I, I love did love those yeah. worship
0: songs, the ones that are, like, literally verbatim scripture. Right. I love yes. those
1: types yeah. of worship songs. Those are, like, yeah. my favorite. Well, is great because I'm like, people are going to be singing the word of God, yes. which is going to give them authority, and they're not even going to know it.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. It's been times, like, I remember in um my beginning stages of walking, like, as I was reading my word, like the whole Bible, the whole thing, as mm-hmm. I was reading it, and I would be listening to my worship songs, like it would be fun to realize, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is scripture. Like, yeah, 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 it is so, it's so awesome, like to sing and praise mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. and let his word just be a melody. Yeah. It's so, like, it's so beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that
0: song, um, That I asked you about the one Uh, that's between here
1: and heaven. Yes, Mm -hmm.
0: that song is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So beautiful. And it was crazy that the day when I listened to it, I had literally listened to another song that was almost like the same, but just like different, you know, but it was the same, like concept Mm -hmm. and um I just wish I had that song like back in 2018 (laughs) Uh when I was like literally walking through that same Uh you know where you you know that he's with you but you feel a disconnect but you're still crying out and then you have this piece to know he's with you like yeah yeah so good yeah good good Good. I
1: love it when people like music because I'm always like it's not my Uh word yeah, you know I feel like it's just I'm just the tool Uh you know Uh at the mercy of the Lord God you write it out it's yeah and that's the way that
0: when it's not you that's the way that it's actually going to be effective Mm -hmm. when people listen Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners aside from anything we talked about
1: um I guess I guess My heart is that people get in their prayer closets. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to kind of have halfway prayer life. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to teeter into like, I would say I had a prayerful life, but looking back, I'm like, meh, maybe not so much. (laughs) I'd say, you know, I had leadings and guidance from Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, but there's a difference in warring Mm -hmm. for your life and for your purpose in, in people and doing intercession and versus uh, traditional prayers or ritualistic prayers mm-hmm. where you're just repeating mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. or even just praying one day and then like praying the next week. Not being consistent. When it's consistent, mm-hmm. uh, it changes everything. And I understand where people are having walked that Mm -hmm. and I also know what's on the other side
0: how long have you been a prayer warrior oh gosh
1: I would say people looked at me as a prayer warrior prior to like it really changing I've had that spoken over me but I'm not there yet yeah um this year so last well at the end of last year um God I had fasted and God said I want you praying going in from 2019 into 2020 so I said, okay,
0: Really? yeah.
1: So I was at a friend's house dropped the ball dropped at 11, you mm-hmm. know, New York time mm-hmm. really. It's not like I really paid attention anyway, mm-hmm. went home mm-hmm. and started praying, reading the Bible, preparing. And then I just started praying and it like legit just happened. And mm. I was boring. Mm. And God told me like the next day that how I was praying before he said, your prayers are no longer effective. Mm. And I was like, Okay. Okay. Wow. But what? So he raised the bar. He raised on you. the bar, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, yeah. And then that's when everything changed. I mean, he showed up in major ways, and I had. That's when I started having more of like epic encounters and him moving. I mean, in the midst of pandemic, he has moved things in my life. Amen. That would couldn't have been done. And that I was going to be
0: my next question. Mm-hmm. Like, what difference have you seen in your life? verses um now since you've been like warning prayer yeah, verses like yeah. before
1: uh healing mm-hmm. healing was a big one um which also created more belief i'm like oh wait my god can do anything like it increases just,
0: yeah yes. when he shows up that yeah.
1: increases your faith yes so is this a physical healing yes okay so i'll just give you a nutshell version because cause i love it because it's so cool it's just god's hands all over it mm-hmm. but um i had i had um, something that kind of just affected me for about 15 years off and on uh-huh. and it was kind of like an on season mm-hmm. and God told me there's a deeper healing that needs to be done that's mm-hmm. why he was allowing it mm-hmm. and so through a series of things that had happened very quickly like within like two weeks mm-hmm. um, I, God was showing me, okay, I need to ask somebody for forgiveness for what had been done to me. And I was like, okay. And so I went in, asked for forgiveness, and then I was like, God, you know, I, I want healing. I believe healing is my portion.
0: Okay, so did you ask somebody that offended you
1: for their forgiveness? Wait, I'm no, confused. I, I went in and like, spoke out loud I forgive this person for Oh hurting. I see yeah. in yeah. prayer in prayer Okay yeah. okay so because this person was long gone Oh I see yeah. and I they see. don't even know what they Oh, I see. It was more just like I had to heal. Okay. Yeah. And so I went into my prayer closet and then I was like, I, I believe I need to like fast this out while I do this. Mm -hmm. And so I prayed and I'm like, Okay, God, what do you want me to do? And he revealed breakfast and lunch, nothing else, make it light seven, seven days is what I felt like the leading of the spirit was saying. Mm -hmm. So it's day three. I'm like, this is going great. Having war time, prayer time every day. Day four, I was like, God, I'm serious. I want my healing because I know what's ahead. You've showed me. You've given me vision of my future. Mm -hmm. I know where you are taking me. And I'm not leaving this place unless I get healing. Mm -hmm. Like it was a legit Jacob wrestling with the Lord. I'm not letting you go unless you bless me. And I told him, I said, I'm Mm -hmm. not. And I got serious. I said, I'm not eating unless you heal me. Mm -hmm. I won't do it. I'm not going to eat until you heal me. Mm -hmm. And and that was that morning of the fourth day. Mm -hmm. And um, I had great prayer time and God released me. Mm -hmm. He said, you can eat. And I was like, I knew. I said, something happened in that prayer time. I got healed. Mm -hmm. And then five days later, the manifestation of the healing was made known. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's funny because people ask me, like, you talk to God that way? I said, listen. His (laughs) word. I mean, his word says he rewards those who seek him diligently. His word says all these things of what he does when you're walking in righteousness. Amen. I'm walking in consecration every day. Yes. Not perfectly, but it's Uh always progression. But I'm purposely doing the things of consecration I'm like yeah. this is my portion Amen. and I'm not leaving until I get my portion Amen. and people get now I, I get wouldn't it. I was gonna say I would not be asking this of God if I was like living a life of fornication outside oh, yeah. of marriage if I was just like oh I'm gonna believe what I want to believe like no I'm believing your word mm-hmm. I'm speaking out loud I'm walking it I'm praying mm-hmm. I'm living it Amen. I want my healing mm-hmm, absolutely and he gave it <laughs>
0: the children's bread yes thank you jesus thank you lord healing is good healing is good yes a beautiful thing so i just want to say thank you sister Mm -hmm. thank you it was so good to finally meet you yes thank you so much for your time and for sharing your openness and your wisdom thank you so much (laughs) well you're welcome i hope listeners i hope you are blessed yes absolutely they are so um, could you just close us out with one of those um, powerful prayers, <laughs> You, you want a powerful prayer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, powerful. Sometimes
1: i got to stand up when I'm doing these Go powerful ahead, prayers. Go <laughs> ahead. Do what you need to do, girl. Okay. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you, number one, for your goodness. Thank you for being in the midst of us. Thank you for being through the airwaves, God. We know that the enemy is a prince of the air, but you are above the air, God. And I just thank you that you are breathing life into every one of these listeners, God, like Ezekiel and the dry bones. I speak life to any person who has hopelessness in their bones, who feels like they are depressed, who is suffering from weariness or heaviness, God, that there would be a wind upon them, a wind of hope, a wind of life, life. Um, these bones, God, bring them back to a place of life right now. Anybody who is under a feeling of oppression, God, I pray that you would just speak to them, encounter them, that they would encounter you, God. Breathe upon them the breath of life, God. Make yourself known, reveal yourself to them. I pray that you would give each and every one of them a revelation from you, God. That you would cause them to open up your word, and that you would speak to them through your word, God. Mm-hmm. I thank you so much, God, that your word is living and active, God, that when we read your word, you are illuminating, God. When we read your word, you're moving and changing. When when we read your word, God, that there is divine breakthrough, God. So I thank you for the power of your word, God. I pray that you would bestow upon every person, God, that's listening and will listen, God, breakthrough in their life, God. I pray that this podcast would reach the nations, God, would go all over the world, God, that it would not just stay in St. Louis, God, that it wouldn't just Stay in the U.S., God, but that it would reach all nations, God, that it would be even um, translated to other languages, God, that you would open up every portal of opportunity for this podcast to break through, God. You are doing work with testimony, God. We know that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ, God. So we take our testimonies forth. We share your gospel, God, that has saved us, God. We will not be silent on it, God, but we will speak boldly, God, with a holy boldness, knowing that this gospel has changed us and we want it to change others God. So soften hearts, God. Give people hearts of flesh, God. Be changing people, God. Let there be a wind of change even in their homes, God, in their cars, in their atmospheres, in their workspace, God. That every place there is an atmosphere of change, God. I thank you, God, that you are mighty to save, God, that your hand is mighty to save God. That you move, God, with your outstretched arm, God. I thank you, God, that nothing can stay your hand, God. That your word will go forth, God, that this podcast will Will go forth, God, because your word does that, God, because it does not return to you void, but it accomplishes that which you purpose, God. So I thank you, God, that your word moves, God, that testimony breaks through, God, and I pray that this specific podcast would pierce somebody's heart, God, would let somebody know, God, that you are listening to them, that you hear them, God, that you see them, you see their tears, you hear their tears, God, even falling to the ground, God, so whatever people are going through that are listening to this, God, I pray that you would be with them, God. Surround them with your comfort, God. Show up as rescuer, show up as redeemer, show up as savior, God. And I pray, God, that you would pour upon people a spirit of truth, God. We know that right now there is just this lie from the enemy that there is anybody's truth is a truth. And we bind that in the name of Jesus, God. And we speak the truth over people, the only truth that saves, God. You are the way, the truth, and the life, God. No one comes to the Father except through you, God. So let this be a way for people, God, to seek you out, God who have already known you God maybe who have backslidden God that you would bring them back and for the people God who are seeking the benefits of you God without seeking you God that you would show them reveal them pursue them woo them God don't stop pursuing every person that is listening to this podcast God I thank you that this podcast will go forth that this podcast will open doors to new opportunities God I thank you for Camilla and, and what you have assigned her to do God and all the divine instructions that you have given her God I pray God that you would give her more power in this podcast, God, that you would provide outlets, that you would provide monetary gifts and donations, God, that people would want to give and to give to her abundantly, to give into her bosom, God, and that every person who donates, God, would be blessed by you, God, Uh, not just 30-fold or 60-fold, but 100-fold, God. We know that with the measure we use, it will be measured back to us, God, so I pray, God, that you would bless every person who pours into this podcast to reach the nations, to reach people's hearts. God, I thank you for this time, God. I thank you that you have given us the gift of meeting here in this place together, God, that you have given us this divine connection, God, and created this divine appointment, God and I pray that you would burst forth through this, God, that this would spring forth um, a new avenue, God, a new avenue for this podcast, God. I thank you in the name of Jesus for all the blessings you have bestowed even now, God, and for every person who is going to feel your favor now, God, that you are opening their eyes, opening their hearts, opening the eyes of their heart to get serious in the word of God, God, and to just remind them, God, that the enemy is after them, God, and we, we hold fast to you, God. We hold fast to you your word God knowing God that you will move on their behalf God that you will take them to new places in their prayer life that you will elevate them in your prayer closets God and that you will take them to new heights God will they will have new perception in the spirit new perception in the word and what you are doing in their life God so I thank you for every single listener God I pray that this would go forth Um, that it would just reach not only these listeners, but that they would refer other people to listen to this, God, that hearts would be saved, God, souls would be saved, people would come back to you and come to you for the first time and surrender their lives, turn from their sin and trust in you, God, as Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior over all. God, remind every person that their identity is from you, God. Remind them that their value comes from you, God, that you define them, God. You are the ultimate definer of worth, God. God. You are the ultimate definer of identity, God. So I thank you, God. We yes. praise you in this place, God, with hands lifted high, God, that you are working behind the scenes. So even in the midst of pandemic, as people are listening to this and things are closing down, that you would open up portals for yes. people, God. Open up portals of people for their financial abundance. Open up portals of work situations, God. Open up portals even for people to experience your love and encounter you, God. Yes. Open up every portal, God, for every person who is listening, God. I thank you. I praise you, God. We bless you, Jehovah Easy Baby banner of our lives. We will never put down this banner. You are our banner and we raise you high to the day we die. We go forth sharing testimony, God, going forth boldly, God, and with the power of the Holy Spirit inside us, God, filling us every single day. We need the filling every single day to do your work, God. I thank you. I praise you. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you
0: guys for tuning in for um, his Chosen Child podcast. Um, Before we leave, I just would like for you to share with the listeners the name of your book. I read it myself, y'all's beautiful testimony. What's the name of it again? Walking with Hope. Y'all might want to check that out. Walking with Hope by Katie Pappas. Thank you guys for listening and God bless.